you have no chance, if you had a chance, you need to run Mickey Split. But you can't run because you're the baddest. Well, Rick Flair, you know what? I'm not a normal looking athlete myself. You know what I'm talking about? I've been in the gym's line. It's a privilege and an honor to walk out with Ole Addison, Lex Luger, and the Army tomorrow night. I am not a happy camper. What is Bully Ray's motivation? You know, I love you. I know he loves sugar. But I checked my pocket. I don't have no donuts. I don't have no cheeseburger. I know you love sugar. To be the man, you gotta beat the man, and I'm saying, woo, right here in Nashville, Tennessee, pal, I'm the man. Look at a match for the total package, Lex Luger and Super Bowl, Super Saturday. What is it? I don't even know what it's called. What is it called? Super Bowl Saturday. Super Bowl Saturday. You don't lose faith in winners. And Ric Flair, day in and day out, every day of his life, just keep winning and winning and winning. Ric Flair, New York City, Ric Flair, you're going to find out what hard is all about. I do exactly what I want to do. You say I'm insane. I say thank you very much. Make it, make it, make it, uh, make it, make it, I hate God! Hit the dog! Yes! They love you, Today, woo, I've got the star and profile like never before. You guys talk about being students of the game. I am the game, JR. Truer words have never been spoken. You don't know what you've got. 
until it's gone. You got to believe that, folks. You got to believe it. Welcome, folks. This is the Dirt Sheet Dudes, the presidential election-free Dirt Sheet Dudes. We have one small election we're going to get into way later in the show, but it has nothing to do with what's going on out there right now. We are going to go free of that. We are going to give you guys what you want. We are going to give you wrestling. I am Boxman. This is Dirt Sheet Dudes. I already said that. I haven't told you Smart is over there. What is up, Smart? What's going on? Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Not going to be doing, like you said, not going to be doing a lot of. Ooh, yeah. Talking? Yeah. Not going to be doing a lot of talking. Not going to be doing a lot That's of talking. Good idea. Good idea. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're starting off great, aren't we? Uh- <laughs> Always. All right, all right. Obviously, Smark is doing well over there. I hope all of you are doing well. It has been a shit show of a couple of days. I am preparing for a shit show of a couple of weeks. I hope you people are, too. Uh, Stay safe. Ah, That's it. That's it. That's all we're going to do for that. Stay safe. That's all I want to say to everybody out there. Anywhere you are, anywhere, any, any place, just stay safe. Um... And that's it. That's what I've got for that. I guess, uh, let me go ahead and turn this fucking music off up here. And then we will go ahead and get into plugs. Um, I will do that in a minute. I think I just lost Smart for a second there. I'm not sure if it was my connection or his, but uh, I got one and he got one. So I don't know. We'll get him back in just a minute um, before we do. But uh, we've got a ton to get into. We've got AEW, the Full Gear Go Home Show. Uh, we'll get into that. Obviously, we'll get into Raw. Got some news to tie into the AEW. A little bit of news to tie into WWE. But um, we'll definitely get that done. We've got full gear coming up Saturday. So we will get into those predictions. I'm going to wait till Friday on those. Um, not that I think they're going to do any match changes. There's really no show, um, you know, no other show for them to do that. But... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and wait till Friday to do that. I just think it'll be easier for uh, for us. Don't have a shitload of stuff to get into tonight. Do have a lot of news to tie into uh, AEW when we, uh, when we do get into that. I guess I can start the plugs, and hopefully Smark will uh, jump in as I am doing them. Um, I know I had plugs loaded up here. Here they are. All right, let me find a little song to play. Obviously, I played the Cinderella song because that was uh, part of AEW tonight when the Omega and Paige (laughs) hype video was on. Odd choice, yet I think that was a Jericho. I think that was a Jericho choice. I don't know. I don't know. That just looks like something Jericho would pick. Um, It was either that or Steel Panther, I guess. So I guess we got lucky with that. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into these plugs real quick, and we'll see if we get smart back during that. Uh, Oh, his internet's been fine. Of course it has. Internet's always fine until you need it. But let's go ahead and jump in here. I definitely want to start out with the high marks. That is Cheese Man. That is Mojo. That is G-Wiz. Definitely three guys you want to check out and listen to. You will have a blast Sunday nights. And you want to check them out on Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt 2 Ts Network. And you definitely want to check those guys out. Sundays also, I know Cheese Man's got his show on Monday nights. Uh, 
Cheese Man on Sports, I believe is the name of it. So definitely check that out, too. And, of course, you're going to want to check out Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blades, the Inhuman Experience. And trust me, the experience on that channel is so much more. Subscribe. You will not be disappointed. I promise you will not be. Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Great guys over there. You got Eric. You got Doug. You got Daniel. You got Kleneth. You got... Rick, yeah, there's so many guys over there that they've got going on. They just kind of rotate through. Definitely want to check out those guys, Blog Talk Radio and all the usual podcast platforms. But you can check them out live Sundays on Blog Talk Radio. And, of course, Stephen Milan sharing the show. We greatly, greatly appreciate it, sir. He is over there reviewing films on Letterboxd, B-O-X-D.com slash Stephen Milan. You really want to go check him out. Um, and of course us, you can subscribe, you can rate, you can review, definitely jump on, uh, iTunes, Apple podcast, whatever, leave us a review, uh, definitely subscribe to us on Facebook. You can get us at Twitter, dirty dudes, Gmail, dirty gmail.com, Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Player FM, anywhere really you get podcasts from, or even on Rumble, the YouTube alternative, definitely jump over there and subscribe to us. And uh, that's about all I've got. We have not got Smart back yet, but that's all right. We're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it rolling. If uh, if I get tired or whatever, I'll take a break. But right now, let's go ahead. I say we go ahead and roll on a little bit. Um, I'm going to start with AEW. Like I said, I've got a few, uh, few things to tie in. Actually, you know what? I'm not. Um... Halloween was Saturday. Hope everybody had a really good Halloween. Um, it was pretty cool. I'll give you what happened with my kids. We went to uh, the neighborhood across the street. It is a bit of a, uh, I guess you could call it a highfalutin neighborhood. It's a little bit of a, not a very, not rich, definitely upper middle class neighborhood. Um, oh, and there's Smart right there. There is Smart. We've got him back. Let's hope the internet works. Uh, hey, Smart. You know what? You there? Yes. I hope so. Why don't you finish up plugs? I still got the music going. Welcome to our podcast. Need they catch darn catch a cover? Mm, technically, no. They had the thirteenth oh. episode, and then they had the Halloween special. So I guess oh, fourteen. About to say that was kind of that was that, that was getting creepy. That was getting a little creepy, smart. But mm-hmm. uh, all right, there we go. Good, perfect. Made it back right in time. Anyway, I was actually just going to get into real quick Halloween, how it was done around where I was. Um, I took my kids out. We went to the neighborhood across the street. Again, it's I'd say upper middle class, but it was a lot of fun. They had um, we had some. Some people had shoots, you know, they made out of PVC. One guy had a air compressor going into his, and he was shooting them. You had to stand back and catch them. A little dangerous, actually. Um, some people had uh, tables that they just made slides out of. Um, one lady that we went to really had fun with the table she, uh, she used as a slide and made a Plinko game out of it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She would literally slide it, and however many it dropped on, it was like one, two, and three, and then one, two, three. Basically, you, most you could get was three pieces of candy. But um, that was what she did, so it, it made it pretty cool. There was a lot of really creative stuff out there. Someone even made a uh, kind of a little mini haunted house. 
um, outside of their place. So my kids had a good time. We were out there for about an hour and 15 minutes, and both my kids were like, get me home. I'm tired. And I'm like, it's Saturday. <laughs> a lot of people out there with drinks in their hands, I will tell you that. But uh, it was a good night. It was a good night. It was a fun night. Smart, what did you do? Did you do anything on Halloween? Do you have any? Do you have any kids come to your house? I had two families come to my house. That was it. How was your Halloween? Come on. Not really. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's, it's pretty good. We don't usually get like where I'm at. Mm-hmm. We don't get people coming over. Mm-hmm. So, because I live on top of like a hill, so it's just not easy access. Ah. But I was seeing some of those like like the shoots. Those are the cool, the little, uh, mm-hmm. like, I've seen people have, like, basically using, like, T-shirt cannons and shit. Yeah. There's all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. One guy was dropping things from his balcony, dropping candy to kids. How many kids are there? And you'd say how many, and he would drop enough candy for all through all, you know, through, I, I have three kids, so he would drop enough candy for all three kids. There were some really creative things going on. People were having fun with it and still trying to make the kids feel like it wasn't, you know a crazy time in our lives, which it is. Um, but my kids had a great time and that's all that matters. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. I live on a main road, not, not, not a main main road, but it's a main road here. Um, and, uh, we don't get a lot of kids either, but I usually get some older kids and by older, I mean, middle school. I don't mean like teenagers knocking on my door at 10 o'clock, which I've had before. Um, every now and then we get those, but usually it's like middle school kids because the older kids are more allowed to walk down this street than the younger kids. Um, I mean, I saw both my neighbors and their kids across the street when I was there. Um, it's just a better place to bring them and they, they really do it up for, uh, for Halloween. They have a lot of houses, uh, that, uh, really decorate good. So I had a good time. My kids had a good time. Smart had a good time. And I hope all of you had a damn good time for Halloween. But um, a lot of fans, obviously, were having a good time with it. A lot of wrestling uh, outfits. Lots of Bray Wyatt outfits I was seeing. Um, Kane. I'm, ge- I'm getting these off of uh, Essentially Sports. They put out a little article on some people. Um, there was a Kane. A guy was showing his Kane outfit. Actually, two Kane outfits. Um, it was a little boy who went out as Sasha Banks. Uh, let's see. There was a... N- this was actually a good one. Mario Lopez and his family went out as uh, he was Ric Flair. He was a very, very, very skinny Ric Flair. I don't know if you saw that picture, Smart. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his uh, one of his kids went out as the Fiend. His little one <laughs> looked really funny as Otis, and his wife was Sasha Banks. I'm gonna go, I'll, I'll go ahead and post this in the chat room real quick. And uh, you guys can take a peek at it. Definitely should be joining the chat over there at Mixer.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. If you're not there, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Really? Really? What are you doing? Um, Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and post that in there. You guys can check that out. But uh, there were some definitely good costumes out there. Um, uh, Darby Allen. A lot of people were doing the Darby Allen costume. Orange Cassidy, I'm assuming, was a big big one. And uh, it was pretty cool, though. It was pretty cool. Um, and that's about it. That's all. I just wanted to mention a few costumes. And then um, I was just about to get into AEW and you showed back up, Smart. So perfect timing on your part, sir. So, Huzzah. All right. 
Well, let's go ahead and get into uh, AEW, the Full Gear Go Home Show. Once again, we will get into Full Gear Friday for the predictions. Um, again, I don't think they're going to add or, you know, take any matches away. But you never know what could happen. I mean, tonight there was supposed to be a match between uh, Sean Spears and Scorpio Sky. And that was postponed due to Scorpio Sky being possibly uh, being exposed to someone. And even though his test came back negative, they decided to go ahead and postpone the match anyway. Uh, I would say can't blame him. I don't see a problem with yeah, that. I don't blame him at all. No, no, I, I see zero problems with that. I don't, I'm not here to bitch about it. I'm just saying that could happen between now and Friday. So we're going to wait till Friday. We're going to so wait. So basically, Friday. what you're saying is that COVID prevented us from having to see a Sean Spears match, making it the first face move that it's done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, you know what? You're right. The plus column on that one. You know what? You're right. Let's give one to let's let's give one to COVID there. Let's give one to COVID on that one. It did it it, it did cause us to uh, to not see that match. Which I got to tell you, even with Scorpio Sky, that uh, that would have actually probably not been a bad match. Um, just to yeah, I like Scorpio. Yeah, just to not uh, not give all the credit to COVID. Um, <laughs> Wow, that really kind of put often want to do. That really that really puts your stamps on your thoughts on Sean Spears. I don't think I'm ever gonna ask you again. Um <laughs> your thoughts on Sean Spears. <laughs> that solidifies it. That 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 solidifies it right there. I will uh I will not ask that question again. Um but uh AEW started out. We had Jericho Hager and Santana seen backstage with MJF. Uh, Jake Hager did have a Bellator fight over the weekend. I didn't see it. Um, Smart, did you catch any of it by any chance? I know you're not a real UFC guy or any mixed martial arts, but, you know, you catch things I don't sometimes. No, I, I didn't watch it, but I did. We were talking, we talked about it a little bit Friday because mm-hmm. it was uh, he won unanimous or split decision. Ah, okay. All right. I, I, was, uh, I was a little drunk Friday. I don't know if you remember that, but... Uh, that happens. That happens. Um, it happens. He it's, it's, did. He looked rough. He did. Uh, I believe Jericho. Like, I'm not even talking about in the fight. I'm talking about just like on the ring entrance there. He just he looked tired. He looked like he'd been punched in the face numerous times. Yeah. Well, he was, obviously. Um, 15 <laughs> stitches. I mean, you got to remember those gloves are not and Sasha Baron Corbin joining us. How you doing, sir? I see Weebs in there. Mr. Anthem, of course. Thank you, sir. Um definitely Antox always in the chat. Uh but uh yeah man it, it, it I he's a tough motherfucker man but he did look pretty goddamn rough. I again I didn't see the fight but uh Hager looking haggard, if you will. <laughs> Jake Haggard. How you like that? And I will. Jake Haggard. There you go. There you go. I might have just named the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, they were back there with MJF. Um, MJF and Wardlow started off the show with the match. Uh, we had Jericho on commentary. Great. I got to admit, I don't know if you agree with this or if you caught it. You think Jericho was trying a little extra hard tonight and maybe it came off a little too douchey? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's not even really so much of anything against him. It's just I don't really care for the three-person commentary table. So when you add four people to it, it's like, 
just yeah. hard. Yeah, there's that. Um, th- 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 there is that, and I I did think it was hilarious tonight when uh, Tony was like so proud of um, Excalibur for a a, a, a segue he did. I I think he started crying. He started talking, and then was like. Oh. That was really good. That was just really good. Um. Anyway, uh, they went back to the talk, and I was like, "Wow, Tony got emotional." If I think there, but uh, Jericho was all over Shivani tonight over the um, basically, obviously joking, but obviously over the town hall from last week. Um, good shit, man. Little continuity there. I liked it, but it was obviously tongue in cheek with uh, with Jericho a little bit on commentary tonight. But um, I had fun with it. I enjoyed Jericho making fun of Taz's bright orange hat. I can't wait to get to that segment, to be honest with you. Um, definitely want to. Def, definitely got a few things on that segment right there. Uh, yeah, like I said, the the MJF and Wardlow match. Uh, MJF and Wardlow versus Ortiz. Wow, I put Otis in my notes. Uh, Ortiz, I guess that's just how it auto corrected. Ortiz and Guevara um, out there. Um, Kind of match kind of went exactly how I expected to be honest with you throughout it, and then what? Uh, Smart, I got a question. I'll pose this sure. to the whole chat room. Why does everyone that's hiding in the crowd have to use a Serpentico mask? Because <laughs> there's like a surplus of Serpentico masks. Is that what it is? Did they buy too many? Did they have? Somebody did put they- a zero where it shouldn't have been. Yep, put a zero uh, in the someone added a zero. That makes sense because, I mean, I, I I see it might have been a little nod at, okay, when Sammy came back from his suspension because he did that in a Serpentico mask. But it's just weird. Mm-hmm. It's just weird that they, uh, that they keep using the Serpentico mask as someone out there in the crowd. And it's the same... I mean, it's like eventually, poor someone's just going to beat Serpentico's ass, and it's not even, and it's going to be him for once. I mean, he's going to be like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to unmask to get credit. The fuck was that for? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was Matt Hardy under the uh, under the thing, and that was not the first uh, we we saw of the Matt Hardy and Guevara feud tonight. We will get to more of that, um, but. Uh, MJ or MJF and Wardlow didn't end up winning that match, which I a little surprised with that. They they did, right? They did, right? Yeah, yeah. They did. Uh, they did. Not they super did. I mean, like they were pointing out on commentary, one of them is an established tag team. The other one's just like, you know, inner circle is established. Mm. Sort of an off brand pairing of the two. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Because Gabarro and Ortiz don't really up so they kind of lacked experience with that yeah yeah i guess you could go there but um you know yeah mjf then obviously after the match on the way back to the uh through the through the tunnel attacks jericho um (laughs) that looked weird i don't know why it was just so weird i don't know why it looked did it look weird to you too just odd not i don't know was it just me? Yeah, no. I can see what you're saying there. It, it did look a little unusual. It was. It was just a little unusual. And then, you know, he kind of goes through and then they come back and 
It, it was like nothing happened. So maybe that's why it was weird. Maybe it was the after effect of it that was weird to me. But um, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll go ahead and kind of get to that real quick and, and or just kind of wrap up on that part. Um, but we did have, after that, Smart, I caught the interview with um, Omega, and Kenny Omega, and his Boston Terrier. Got to appreciate that. I've got a half Boston Terrier, half... Uh, Half pug sitting out there in the other room. Love my dog. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, uh, you know, we had Tony Schiavone sitting there conducting the interview, and it was um, what it was. Um, <laughs> I kind of liked it a little bit. I like the idea of Omega just being like, yeah, everybody thought it was going to be obvious, but everybody thought it was going to be obvious that I would get there. Yeah, Not really? Not the other guy. Fuck uh, it. Yeah, my notes stopped at Boston Terrier. Um <laughs> that's, that's that's pretty much where my notes stopped was at Boston Terry. But yeah, I mean I, I gotta say I do like that they at least acknowledge that it was an obvious win. And I think it was funny when he was like Kenny Omega was like, I don't know, I had Wardlow for a minute there. I'm like, did you? Did you really? You can't even say that in a believable tongue, you friggin' idiot. Well, we've lost my so dog. That you want to see Kenny Omega's bracket? Yeah, uh, we we've lost uh, as we've asking for my dog name, the Boxton Terrier. There you go. My dog's name is Scooter. Um, he was a rescue, and that was his. Uh, that was that was his name when we got him, and we and he accidentally got out the front door, and we found out why his name was Scooter. That some bitch was fast. We got him fat. He's much slower now. Uh, <laughs> nah, he's a great dog, man. My uh, <laughs> my, the same thing for my dog. Yeah, I did. I, I I did get him fat. I don't walk him enough, and I re- we really my kids are starting to walk him though, and he's starting to get in shape, which uh, which is a good thing. But uh, love that dog. I mean, he's so good with my kids, and he's great with the baby right now. I mean, the baby today had her first day of freedom. Basically, she's walking now, and she's. Uh, we took her out of the walker, so we gave her... I cleaned up the house this morning, vacuumed up so she wouldn't be sticking stupid stuff in her mouth, and gave her the house. And she was all over the dog, man. And he's just sitting there and didn't give a shit, licking her, just like, this is kind of cool. And she's sitting on him. She literally tried to ride my dog today. Um, <laughs> but he wasn't having none of that. He wasn't having that shit. But uh, good dog, man. Good dog, man. But yeah. First time we let him out of the house, we knew why his name was Scooter. It took uh, it took three pieces of uh, of craft processed cheese to get him in the house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I know that feeling. Everyone knows that trick. The cheese, the cheese. That's mm-hmm. that, that that that's how most dogs get pills. Is shoved in a piece a piece of cheese. So actually, to be fair, if somebody offered me three pieces of cheese, I would probably do what they asked me to. I don't think I would deny cheese either, even though it does hurt my stomach a lot of times. Um, but dude, it's cheese. I love me some cheese. Um, I'll be honest. My wife actually took me to Sprouts the other day to get some lunch meat. Not usually a Sprouts guy, but they've got a good Vermont cheddar there with no, lactose free. Doesn't hurt me. Love it. Love it. Right on. Good shit. So Sprouts, good place to go. I live right near it. I've been there like twice. Um, just not a Sprouts guy. 
But um, anyway, the interview with Omega. Uh, you see what that just got us on? Um, my God, I love. Oh, there we go. Smart's back already. Didn't even didn't even th- th- go out on me there. Or did you? No, I think I'm still here. No, you're still there. You're still there. You're still there. Um, but uh, yeah, so there yeah. we go on that. Um, I really got nothing on that interview. It wasn't it, it, like I said. All they did was acknowledge that it was a obvious thing, and that was pretty much it. Um, guess we can get into this little Trent, Trent match, Trent and Miro. With uh, Trent came down with Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Miro had Kip and Penelope Ford. Uh, let's not forget, this is a match over a broken video game. <laughs> um, but the best part of the match for me, to be honest, was JR selling their world-famous picture-in-picture. That was the best Restaurant part of Restaurant quality. That was really the best part of the match for me, which that should tell you something. Um, my main, and by the way, during during picture in picture, yes, during picture in picture, the Dark Order attacks Orange Cassidy. Like, y'all couldn't have waited just a little longer? A little bit? It wouldn't have been a big deal. You could have waited just a little longer. Um so I don't know. I don't know why they didn't wait much longer, but whatever. Um, and then the whole of Dark Order backs down to Miro when they're beating the shit out of a guy. Did you get that part? Did you get that part? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Okay. Now, okay. Once again, I've uh, lost Mark, but I, I got to admit, I had one gripe with the match. I had one thing about the match I didn't like. Miro really needs to work on that submission. It really, really needs, he really needs to work on that submission. It looks like you could shoot a cannonball through it and it wouldn't hurt either guy. Um, He really needs to, I, I know I'm kind of sounding like Stone Cold to John Cena here, but he needs to tighten that motherfucker up. Because it just looks bad. It doesn't look like he's putting much on it right now. I don't know why. But, um, I mean, when he did that shit in WWE, it always looked brutal. I don't know if he's trying to go easy. You know, be one of those, uh, I don't, I'm not the one that hurts guys kind of guy. But, uh, you know, Sasha Baron Corbin, I, I, I agree. He might need a new finisher. If he can't make that one look credible, he might need a new finisher. I'll... I'll 100% agree with that sentiment right there because that's definitely what might need to happen. Um, it's it's just not looking good. It's just not looking very good at all uh, when he does it. And that sucks because I like Miro and he should be out there killing motherfuckers, but he needs to make that look better to be more credible. And um, hopefully he can do that. Hopefully someone will say something to him. Um I guess we'll find out very soon, obviously. Um, but uh, it, it just looks awful. It just looks awful. So, uh, <laughs> and talks is saying maybe you should use the end of days. Um, that was a jab at Sasha Baron Corbin, and I love that. That was great. That was great. 
that no one else is using it. He's right. Where is fucking Baron Corbin? I am not complaining. I'm not going to, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. The less I see, the better. But, um, JR and Adam Page do a little, a little interview. Uh, Page is looking a little, little soused, a little, little buzzed, a little tipsy, if you will. Um, which I don't have a problem with. That's kind of been his character lately, and I have no problems with it. I, I'm not, again, I'm not crazy about the whole drinking thing. Um, not the greatest thing to bring to life for some people, but whatever. Uh, we'll let it go, I guess. Um, JR, though, at the end of it, basically tells pa- you know Paige, listen, you're, you're drinking like this because you're nervous. And um, Paige does admit to it, but um, I think from now on we should be calling Hangman Page Hangover Page. Uh, I don't know. It's probably stupid. That's very uh, a little Dontonish. But Hangover Page, I like. I'm not going to really call him. That. Oh, there we go. Once again, we got Smart back. Uh, Smart Hangover Page. What do you think? I like it. You like it, huh? I think we should I think we should call I'm, him. I'm vibing on it. Let's get Hangover Page. Fucking, t- let's do that. Hangover Page. Um, <laughs> I don't. Anyway, um, all right. Strangely, when you jump back on this time, there you go. My mic's picking back up again. Um, it kind of cut my mic for a minute there when you jump back on. But um, Smart, let me ask you why you're jumping back on. I know you probably missed a little bit of what I was talking about there, but Miro Rusev, whatever you want to call him. Doing the uh, that little game over move he's doing, can you see where it looks like you can shoot a cannon through and not hurt either guy? Does it? Did can you see a lot of daylight through there, if you will? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, Sashman Corbin was saying he might need a new a new finisher, and I'll tell you the truth: if he can't tighten that one up, I I agreed with him. I I can't deny that because that is not a credible looking finisher, in my opinion. He needs something. Like, I don't know what, what's going on. I, it might just be still new to the company or whatever, but right. it just hasn't been connecting the way that I thought it was going to. I thought this was going to be a really big pickup for them, and it's still very well. Oh, like, yeah. It hasn't been a very impactful signing as of yet, but they got a bunch of shit going on right now, so they'll probably start towards his direction the next couple months. Yeah, yeah, I guess we'll see. And you know what? Like I said, maybe, maybe right now he's trying to be the, uh, like I said uh, earlier, the the Baron Corbin. Oh, I'm not going to hurt anybody, even though my move looks devastating. It's not. Well, right now your move doesn't doesn't look devastating, and neither do you. But um, anyway, I was uh, finishing up with the little uh, Jr. and Adam Page interview. You got anything on that that you uh, that you picked up that you wanted to mention or uh, or move on? Not really. I, I, I laughed a little bit about Jr. just like awkwardly trying to shoehorn in the fact that, it's like, yeah, we can all see it. Oh, shoehorn the fact that what you cut you cut out there. I said no. I just I got I laughed a little bit about Jr. just awkwardly shoehorning in the fact that Paige was drinking, and hey. so we couldn't at all see it. Yeah, looks like bourbon. No, it's good. <laughs> it's really good whiskey, Jr. But anyway. Um... <laughs> You wouldn't know nothing about that, would you, poor man, over there on the microphone? Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's get into what I kind of want to get into. 
Taz came yes. out there, um, started doing a little, a little promo. I uh, had the hat on, was yelling into the camera, talking about complaining a little bit, bitching about how he didn't have a match, and talking about the company. Did this remind you of sort of a recreation of the Paul Heyman ECW shoot promo on the network back then? Did it, did it remind you at all of that? Hmm. Uh, that's an interesting comparison. I, not while I was watching it, but I think I can get what you're going for. Really? Because that was the, like, literally, that's the first thing that popped into my head. Was this is trying to recreate that that Paul Heyman shooting on the network promo. Wow, I thought you would have caught that. Wow. Did anyone like else in the chat? Well, uh, did anyone else in the chat catch that? Is what I want to know. If it was, I, I can't think it was just me. Um, but with the hat and everything, it just kind of uh, kind of brought me back a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying it was a great promo, but. Uh, Taz out there complaining that none of his guys have, uh, you know, matches at full gear. Kind of a Taz promo, I gotta say. Mostly Taz just kind of goes out there and bitches and complains. Mm-hmm. You know, not unlike his Twitter presence. Not unlike. There you go. Got you there. Hey, shot for uh, shot for the chat room. How's that? Mm-hmm. Cheers. Oh yeah. There you go. And yes, Antox, we did see Don Callis tonight on the show. Um, who did who was Cyrus back then and that was the network done right. Um, I've said that a hundred times, but uh man, I don't know, man. I really thought that that's kind of I don't know if that's what they were going for, but that's what popped into my head. The second I saw that, I said, dude, are they trying to recreate that shit? Because it ain't going to work. So, uh, now I'm glad I brought it up. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that network promo that you were talking about. I've definitely seen it before. Mm -hmm. But it's been a minute since I've seen it. That was really good stuff. All right. I mean, really, uh, like I said, chat room sees a little bit of it, too. They're kind of making some jokes about it, so... You know, chat room sees a little bit of that. I, I, I'm, I, like I said, I know I'm not the only one that thought that. Um, but uh, yeah, good stuff though. Again, Taz is sort of just a bitch and a complainer, and uh, that's kind of where that went right there. Um, all right, smart private party, young bucks. Have we figured out why Matt Hardy keeps coming down with the private party yet? Ideas? Anything? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? <laughs> Bueller? That's a, that's a good question. Bueller? Just for whatever reason, they're trying to like pass them off as being like the next generation Hardy Boys, which I guess was kind of supposed to be what the Young Bucks were. But yeah, I don't know. Like they just, that just happened. For they started hanging out with them for some reason, and then they've been thick as thieves ever since. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's not a big deal. It's just. It's odd. It's a little odd. It's one of those things that just doesn't fit. You know, one of these things are not like the other. Matt Hardy shouldn't be in private party. Well, actually, I do have a theory. 
Oh, is he a, like they're private uh, parties, so like the clubbing is part of their gimmick. Mm-hmm. So what it is is that Matt sees these people that they're like they're drinking and they're wearing these like fancy, you know, bright outfits, and he just he thinks it's Jeff. They they fill his Jeff niche. You know what it is? I've got it. Holy shit! I didn't even think about it. Matt is the designated driver. Mm. Matt's their designated driver. Holy shit, Smart. We just figured it out. That's right. That's it. No more questioning it. Matt Hardy is the designated driver for private party. I get it now. I wonder if he has a hat. Little hat. Little chauffeur hat. That's a good question. Wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if he charges them Uber rates. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't blame him. Not a charity. This ain't no fucking charity. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, anyway, um, again, we get uh, Sammy Guevara coming out. <laughs> Uber race. Sammy Guevara coming out and uh, attacking Matt Hardy before this Matt even st- uh, match before this Matt match even starts. And um, you know. Matt Matt sold it well, and uh, right again, we went to picture-in-picture. Picture. They really got to work on when they're going to picture-in-picture, picture, man. It's just... They had it down. You know what? I'm not going to complain about it. You know why? Every now and then, maybe they'll just have a bad night. I'm, you know what? I'm not going to bitch about it. I'm not going to do it. I, I would say more than anything. Wow, you're cutting out a little bit tonight. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I do think that they could pick their spot. I mean, it's kind of, I like what they're doing a little bit more than like WWE sets theirs up like from a fucking mile away. You know, it's hitting the commercial break. Yeah. 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 But Jerry, uh, once again, JR is out there just trying to plug those picture in pictures. Like they're, they're better, best things since sliced bread, baby. But, um, you know what, this match, you know, I always sit here and I bitch and I piss and I moan that, you know, every Young Bucks match is the same. I'm not going to say this one wasn't, but these two teams have great chemistry. They're both flippity doodahs, and I think they were really good. Um, great match, spot fest, you could call it that. It might have been, but uh, I thought it was a really good match either way. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, FTR comes out afterwards. They, they attack the Young Bucks. Um, they put the chair on Matt's leg once again, since they did it the week before. Week before? Week before, yeah. And um, mm-hmm. no, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago because they did the promo last week. Um, but Omega and Paige come out and uh, they get into a little stare down. Um, the only thing that Tony Schiavone notices is that the glass is empty. Uh, <laughs> Shivani is not doing anything but, hey, that glass is empty. It wasn't before he came in, okay? <laughs> He's had quite a few more since the last time you talked. Uh, anyway, again, I'm not one to sit here talk about drinking. I just did a shot for the chat room. And I'll do another one later. Um, no, next shot for the downloaders. There we go. But a uh, little stare down between Omega and Paige. Um, 
It's going to be a good match. I, I don't care how you look at it. It's going to be a good match, no matter what. Like I said, we'll get back into that Friday. Um, but, Smark, I know you probably have a little bit to say about this little next segment that we uh, that we got here with the face-to-face with Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Um, any physical contact and the match is off. Um, I guess that doesn't mean nose-to-nose contact. Um, but I don't know about you, but you know what? Go ahead, Smart. What did you What did you think of this whole interaction between these two right here? I think I think it was as close to perfect. Hmm. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Well, I just I, <laughs> I don't know I, the I, the things that I see like the stuff that Kingston was doing. I have seen that, and I have been that person. <laughs> Where, like, you're just trying your absolute hardest not to flip your shit. Mm. And just, you don't talk about people's moms. I'll tell you that much. You just, you don't. Nah. Yeah. He, he looked like he was about ready to kill him. <laughs> and it was, it was great. He was, but, but, but Moxie, and, and you're breaking up. I don't know if you can twist, turn, or move a little bit. Um, get a better, better signal. I don't know. If, maybe find the satellite a little better, um, if you will. But uh, Moxie didn't say anything bad. About his mom. He was just saying that he's been at the dinner table with her and made promises. But I will say, um, I think you're right. Um, Almost perfect. If not perfect. Uh, To me, the whole interaction was fucking amazing. This is how you sell me a match. And I said me because, you know, obviously this this interaction is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. But this is how you sell me a match. Anger, passion, emotion, fucking just everything about this match. Family involved, friendship involved. I mean, WWE uses the words big fight feel. Mm -hmm. I don't really, I kind of hate it, but definitely. And yeah, not just a match, but a rematch. Definitely Antox, I agree. But I think they've made the rematch... Stakes, obviously the stakes are higher, but I think they're making the stakes even higher with the family thing involved. And I just think what both of them said tonight was great. Uh, Just fucking, I don't think they could have done any better. The two of them were, I mean, nose to nose for most of that, you know, the the, the Eddie Kingston thing. And um, you're right, though. That was kind of how someone would be if they're trying not to lose their shit. They would turn their back not look at him, be like, mm, if I turn around, I'm going to hit this motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I got you. I've been there too, man. I've been there too. So, and I, he even got to the point where it was basically Kingston was like, fuck the match. Let's just do it. Let's go. Fuck the match. Fuck the title shot. I just want to kick your ass. I want to, let's do it. Yeah. And I got to say, Kingston walking out saying, be ready to kill me. That was what he was saying. Don't not not be ready to pin me. Be ready to kill me. I'm ready to fight to the death. Dude, this could be a fucking bloodbath. Oh yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. I think it's gonna be a really good match. I quit match, of course. So mm. then it's gonna be fun. Yeah, fingers crossed this will be a fucking bloodbath. Um but right now the build to this match, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. These two were really good tonight, so uh glad you agreed with that right there. Um and uh, now, 
I got, a, I got a question for you. Please bring it on. I had heard this idea of like floated around earlier. Do you think, because there's essentially three high profile matches on the show, mm-hmm. do you think that as for as much build and anticipation and everything and the kind of the tag team titles, do you think that that could end up being the main event? The tag the title? Young Bucks FTR match, yeah. No. No, 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 I don't. I think uh, Moxley Kingston has to be last. Yeah, I think so too. But I, I saw that, like I said, I saw that idea potentially floated out there. Mm. Wouldn't be shocked if that's what ends up happening. But like I said, I, I would probably not predict that to be what happens. Would I be shocked? No. Would I think, what the fuck are they doing? Yes. Um, mm. To me, that would, to me, again, uh, that would show the Young Bucks... How do I say this? Egotistical bullshit if that match went on last, because let's face it, that match should not go on last. This match that has so much going for it, passion, emotion, family, title. I mean, to not put it on last would be a fucking travesty, man. A travesty. But I understand where some where, where the where that thought would come from, but no, 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 not at all, not at all. I I believe FTR thinks they should be the the main event, um, and we'll get into that Friday a little bit too. I just didn't feel like talking about that tonight. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit Friday with a uh, FTR's feelings on their build for this match, um, since we're going to be doing the uh, predictions on Friday anyway. Might as well talk about that then, but um. Yeah, I just, no, I don't see that happening. Again, I wouldn't be, oh my God, what are they doing? But I do think it would show the, kind of just, kind of out the bucks for being just egotistical pieces of shit. Right. Eh, And again, that's just me. Um, So, uh, what did you think of this uh, little insane pack, video pack? Edge, if you will. <laughs> Forget it. Um, oh, I, 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 I get it now. No, 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 don't, 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 don't. Just keep going. Just keep going. It never happened. It never happened. It never happened. But of course, I really, <laughs> really liked it. I, I've been, I've been really digging. I mean, and it's been fucking months now. So, but I mean, he got hot. Enjoying his work, and then yeah. just unfortunately, everything that happened happened. So it's nice to see him back. I, I like the idea that they're basically just because he had some like injuries and stuff, and he's like, you know, now once again I have to fucking sit here and you know be on the back burner and have to wait. So, you know, basically just putting the idea out there that just isolation is starting to get to him, kind of driving him a little cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what they were going for there. You're still cutting out a little bit, man. <laughs> just let you know. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think, I think that's what they were going for. He's been pent up. He's been, he's going and starting to go a little fucking stir crazy. Um, great, great, great here. And I guess uh, he'll be back soon. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be good. And you're right. He was just heating up when this whole COVID thing happened. You know, he, actually he had the whole thing going on with uh, uh, Penta and Phoenix. The, um, right. what was the, Triangle. Death triangle. Death tri- I knew the word was triangle. I couldn't think of the first word. Death triangle. Um, 
not sure if that might not come back again as Eddie Kingston doesn't treat him exactly great. We'll see. We'll see what happens well, when, uh, when when he comes back. They even played that little like audio clip mm-hmm. at the beginning of the segment mm-hmm. of his friend. Right. So, yeah. Like, they're definitely intentional. Yeah. Man, you're cutting out bad time. You need to restart. Give me, give me I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to reset. Yeah, I'm gonna try to reset the modem. Hey, I'll tell you what. Um, let's just get. You know what? All we got is a few more things. Let's see if we can get through AEW. We'll take a break and then we'll uh, then we'll come on back. How's that? Um, okay. We had the Page and Omega hype video, like I said, right after that, with the Cinderella song playing in the background. Don't know what you got until it's gone, uh, <laughs> which I played at the beginning of the show. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, not much on that to be honest with you. Uh, they, but they really are playing. And I'll be honest, this match will be the co-main event. This will be right before the the, the end. I think this will be your co-main event, um, and will be a great match. Like I said, no matter what. Um, I don't think there's really much to say on that. To be honest, we've talked about both these guys enough tonight. Um, and then we get the odd Darby Allen video. Hmm. What did you think of that? I, I mean, it was weird, but it's kind of par for the course with him. He's kind of he's done similar stuff like this before. Mm. Yeah, but getting hit by a car and I don't know. All going up to the Cody thing. Um, a little. They're getting a little too weird for me. <laughs> for me. For me. Um, yeah, I can see how you can feel that way. I mean, if anything, I think I just appreciate the fact that it's sort of a unique to him thing that yeah. people in this company, more so than certain other companies, have their own kind of style with their promos and presentation and shit like that, and it feels refreshing. Yeah, yeah I can see that. I can see that. But yeah, it's definitely just a little, a little weird. But definitely, I can see where it, it, it does. It does fit him the weird videos, um, especially being as he was. Um, stalking this match, uh, this main event right here, the uh, John Silver, 10, and Colt Cabana for Dark Order versus the uh, Cody and the Gun Club. Billy Gunn and his kid, Austin Gunn, right? Austin Gunn, yes. Um, We're out there. Got to say, man, Billy Gunn's still pretty jacked. Um, He did kind of get fired over some steroid use, but... (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) But he looks great. But he looks great, and it's up to him, dude. I gotta be I, again, man. I'm, I'm, I'm very pro. Do what you want. Um, it's his body it ain't mine. If he wants to risk, if he knows the risks and still does it, I, hey, 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 that's you. You do you. You do you. But um, <laughs> this match here was. Uh, I, I gotta say, I enjoyed the match more than I enjoyed Cody's little speech at the end. <laughs> it pisses people. Yeah, it, it pisses them off that I left a company and now I'm basically the guy that I'm talking to shit about. And no, no, he didn't say that, did he? But he should have because it's basically the truth. I came from the streets and now I'm making. Ugh. Yeah, I mean this. This. This was like. I mean, you're not rock, You're not Clubber Lang in Rocky Three. Calm the fuck down. Nobody believed in Cody, but I'll tell you who believed in Cody. Cody believed in Cody. 
And I believe in Darby Allen too, man. <laughs> but I'm going to have to kill you. Ah, I mean, it was, it was delivered well enough. I, I, I have to try to sometimes remove myself from how big of a douche I think he is to be able to sort of appreciate his work. Because just the whole thing, the fucking 20-minute entrance, pyro going off all over the place, and the you know whole long diatribe at the end of the match, it was just like, if it was somebody else, would I have liked it? Maybe. So I guess I try to keep that in perspective. One of the funniest parts of the match, though, is when they're in there, and Cody does a little jump to the outside and takes out, I believe, John Silver. Mm-hmm. Um, and JR is on the mic going... Holy shit, I'll bet Arn Anderson is really mad at that. Something like that. He said, I'll bet uh, something, I don't know, pissed off. And Arn Anderson, they show him. And he's literally sitting there. He's just kind of got his arms folded against the fucking, against the ramp. And he's just watching, uh, not pissed at all. (laughs) Just sitting there like, that was in the script. (laughs) I've got it in my hand. That's exactly what's in my hand. The script. That's what's in my hand. Um, But, uh... I don't know. You know what? I I will tell you, though. Overall, I will say AEW was a good show tonight. I would not. um, Again, haven't seen NXT, and we know NXT did kill. uh, eh, I would say they killed in the ratings last week, but um, I guess we'll see what happens. But I can see AEW picking back up this week, back to business as as usual. Um, And uh, good show. Good show. What would you think, man? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good go-home show. I mean, they, they did a pretty good job of building all of the matches, and I'm looking forward to seeing that new this weekend. So, cheers. All right, there you go. All right, so far your internet's better, so let's, uh, why don't we see how much we can get a, let's, uh, let's just move on here and see what happens. Right now it's good. Okay, I just won't move at all. Don't move. Don't, it, breathing's overrated. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's uh let's go ahead and get into a few news things for um AEW and then we'll get into Raw. Ooh, I don't know if you're going to mention this or not, but they were they did say I believe they're the 10th is the date they were talking about. There's going to be an announcement regarding a video game. Ooh. I didn't catch that tonight. I was doing a few things, but yeah, that'll be cool. All right, so be, stay tuned for that. That would be Tuesday. Right? Tuesday to ten. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the exact date that they gave out, but I do remember that they were that they did mention that there's going to be an announcement regarding AEW games. All right, all right, that's gonna be cool. Have to see what they do for that. That's good, man. They 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 should be. I mean, they got fucking action figures and everything else. Christmas is coming up. Perfect time for a game to come out. New consoles. Right. What? Anyway. The, the uh, yes. PlayStation 5 and the new Xbox. Oh, new, new consoles. consoles. Yeah. Consoles. I don't know why I th- heard, I heard tonsils there. Um, <laughs> I was like, did he say new tonsils? What the fuck is he talking Yes, November 10th, Antox is confirming that is correct. Um, and we did mention the Gun Club, Smark. Mm-hmm. They are now part of the Nightmare family, as is Lee Johnson, part of the Nightmare family. Um Okay, there you go. I agree. Um, let's move on. <laughs> they are the NWO Japan of Staples. Yeah, um, that was Jesus. I should have played the cricket sound there for a second. 
Um, I just, I mean, I honestly don't know what that means. Like, I understand the words, but like, I, I just, it, they all kind of seem like, like they're just his flunkies, but not like in a cool way as to like how, you know, the inner circle is to Jericho. Oh, no, 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 no. That, like that, a whole bunch of Cody fans. No, 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 no. That just means you're going to get some more TV time now. I suppose. I mean, it works for Cutie Marshall. Yeah, well, he, he got pretty bitched out tonight. Um, sure did. Your credit cards are expired, bitch. Uh, <laughs> at a girl. At a girl. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. But yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's that. But yeah, that, that just means they're, they're going to get more TV time. So prepare for that. Um, and uh, I guess over the past several weeks, two guys, I honestly don't know a lot about either one of these guys, but they've been on Dark. Uh, the past few weeks, uh, Anthony Bowens and Max Caster have both uh, recently signed to AEW. They will now be known as the Acclaimed going forward. Um, Smart, you know anything about either one of these guys? I do see that he's um, Bowens has faced uh, Chris Dickinson, guys like that on the Indies. Um, do you know anything about him? Not a whole lot. I will say that I do like the name, though, but I, I'm a couple of... I'm a little behind on the uh, Dark episodes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Dark either, but I know you know some indie... You know, a little more about the indies. I was wondering if you knew a little more about any either one of these guys, but uh, congratulations to both of them. They are now on the main... Well, they're not on the main roster yet, but they are signed, which means they've got a good deal, so uh, good for them, man. Couple of young, couple of young guys coming on in, getting a deal. Can't uh, I can't fault anyone for that. Can't, sure. Absolutely. Um, Tony Khan announced a uh, NWA Women's Championship match uh, for the Full Gear pre-show. Um, that's going to be Serena D versus uh, Allison K or uh, Sienna, I believe she is in uh, Impact. Sienna. So uh, definitely, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be one of the pre-show matches. I don't know if that's the only pre-show match, but um, I believe that bumped Orange Cassidy and John Silver to the main card, the main you know the main show. There you go. So that's what happened there. Um, boy, for a progressive company, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. Let me love, go I ahead. I'd feel a little bit bad if I were. If I'd feel a little bit bad if I was old uh, Billy Corgan over there, where it's just like, yeah, your fucking your title match is not going to be on our YouTube channel. I'm not sure who should be upset here, Cassidy and Silver, because they got bumped, um, because they really could have made that pre-show awesome. Um, I get Cass Orange Cassidy should be on a, a main event because he's over, but there's no. It's not a huge crowd, so I could see where that would go. I don't know if the girls should be pissed because they're like, oh, hey, let's throw them on the pre-show and we'll move those two guys to the to the main show. I got to I, I gotta tell you, I'm not sure who should be upset here. Or should they all just be happy that they've got a spot on the card either way? Probably. I feel like it would have been kind of a step down for Cassidy if he was going from being the last match before the main event, last pay-per-view. To being on the pre-show. Yeah, but... All right. Again. 
I don't know who should be upset here. Or maybe they all should just be thankful for having a place on the card. I don't know. Billy Corgan, like I said, th- this is probably just a chance for Billy Corgan to keep his fucking title out there, keep the keep these people working. Um, I can't fault Billy Corgan. I know he's got this crazy 20-year plan. I don't know. What, 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 what are we down to 18 now, maybe? Maybe right around there. You no, know, COVID was part of the plan. I, that wasn't part of anybody's plan. I can't. I I can't fault him for that. But I mean, <laughs> Corbin I, is that advanced. He's our. Right, we're 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 giving COVID way too much credit tonight. Um, but <laughs> but I don't know. I just don't know who should be pissed here. Maybe they should all just be happy. They all got a spot on the card. They're all getting paid. Um, yippee skippy. What the hell? What the hell? There you go. Why don't we Form leave it a little at, drum circle? There you go. Why don't we leave it at that? Let's all just sing Kumbaya and, 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 and be happy we're getting paid by Lord Khan. Um, how's that? There you go. Um, my last little AEW tidbit tonight. Cody Rhodes, we all know he's been fighting for his, uh, his name, to use the Rhodes name. Um, for, I'd say, about a year and a half, two years maybe going on now. Right? Yeah. I'd, so. I'd say that. I'm thinking how long he's been gone from WWE, but I would say definitely since AEW, the year uh, he's been trying to get that name back. WWE actually canceled their notice for the trademark of the Cody Rhodes name. Um, this isn't something they usually do. I don't know if they just said it's not worth it. I don't know if the lawyer said it's a bad idea, but Cody had filed for the name earlier this year. However, WWE opposed it, and it had expired when Cody filed for it. Um, but now, WWE, it seems they've surrendered the patent to the trademark office, so Cody can use the name. Definitely, I mean... It, he he needs to re he'll probably have to refile for it in January, which is not far away. WWE could fight it then, but right now he's clear until January to use that name if he wants to. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, you know, I got to tell you, Smart. I don't know what you think about it, but I, I'm definitely going to get your opinion in a minute. I think this is something you might just want to. This might be one I could see WWE taking a step back from and just saying, you know what? Why are we doing this? Why are we spending the money on this? It's just not worth it. You know, I would never never bank on that being their go-to choice. (laughs) No. Because we spent about two hours last Friday talking about them trying to bleed their their talent dry on the Twitch deals. But I need to sort of like, like talk about how big of a deal Dusty was, and, you know, like use all the his name to kind of be as a goodwill ambassador for your product or whatever. Like maybe you just you leave the sun alone. You know, I, I know it's a stretch to think WWE could actually be human and be like, you know, his father, his whole we. You know, it's just not worth it. I could see where I'd be an idiot for thinking that. But 
I could also see where they're thinking, we got bigger fish to fry. You know, so I guess we'll find out. Um, meanwhile, yes. if if they do let this go, that would be great for Cody. Not that he needs the Rhodes name. I mean, he's got Dream tattooed on his chest. And, you know, he's kind of building his own brand with the Nightmare family, as ridiculous as it may be. Um, but <laughs> Weeb says Vince thinks he's Chab Gable. <laughs> he may. You never know. You never know. But um, if WWE were to just say forget about it, we've got bigger fish to fry. We've got more things to worry about. Um, we've got Twitch and Cameo channels to shut down. I, whatever. I, I have whatever. I, I really would not mind Cody Rhodes being able to go by Cody Rhodes again. Doesn't right. matter. And if he doesn't get to, it's not going to bother me either. It's like not really, you know, I don't I don't have a real big dog in this fight, but uh, I think it would be a good thing. Again, man, you know, it's it's it was his father's legacy that that he and he's not building on it, but he is. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yeah. I mean, he basically just wants to be able to use it. Mm-hmm. I know. Let him do it. Let him do it. But uh January, I'm sure we'll have more of a little uh, hubbub over that name, and we will find out what's going on. Um, Christopher Kane joins us in his first comment. How much more can Chris Jericho, Jericho suck his own dick? You know, Christopher, we both mentioned that Jericho was trying a little too hard tonight and a little douchey. I'm glad you... Uh, I know you're late and you didn't hear that, but uh, I'm glad you kind of thought the same way as we all did. Um Chris Jericho trying to pull a little Lanny Poffo. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. There you go. Uh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. Um, let's try to get through. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. No, he's admitted it. It's, 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 <laughs> oh, okay. it's his party trick. You've heard him call it his party trick. Mm-hmm. And I will say, if you can do that, I just want to mention one thing. You still got a dick in your mouth. Um, anyway, let's just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a figurative metaphor for life sometimes. I'm just saying, if you can suck your own dick, you're still sucking a dick. Um, anyway, I don't care if you're giving one or getting one. At that point, you're still sucking a dick. But <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> you know, box this is not what I had in mind, what I decided to call this Jeff Jarrett Appreciation <laughs> Night. I forgot it was Jeff Jarrett Appreciation Night. Um, you know why? Because he doesn't deserve one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want your uh, free bobblehead, Jeff Jarrett commemorative bobblehead? Is it gold? <laughs> Does it come with a brick of gold? Because yeah. gold is the way of the future, if you know what I'm talking about here, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Anyway, let's get through Raw, please. <laughs> please. Let's just try to get through Raw here. Um, They're making history. Did you hear? Hour three was the lowest rated hour, like, ever. They are always, always making history, this company. I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you. They're always making history. Um, good for them, I guess. 
but uh, <laughs> not the kind of history you want to make. I just got to, give me one sec here. I just got to restart thing on my, uh, my, uh, I guess my internet's been updating, which might be a reason you're cutting out a little bit, to be honest with you. Um, let me just uh, pick a pick a little time here to uh, update. I'm going to go with 3 a.m. tomorrow, and I'm going to close that. That'll stop that. That might uh, might be a reason you were cutting out, to be honest with you, Smart. Um, but uh, all right, let's get into Raw. I don't have a ton of uh, of news after this. Um, we got a couple of little things to get into. We have one idiot to get into, and then we'll go from there. But um, Ross started with Randy Orton. Boring Randy comes back to cut a promo. Um, it picked up for like three seconds before Alexa Bliss came out, but I guess he's got the belt now. Why should he give a shit? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Smart, you uh, go ahead. What? I was just saying that's the Randy we all know and love. Yeah, you know, you 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 get people really liking you, and then they're like, "Yeah, I love this Randy." And then you get old Randy back, and you're like, "That's not the Randy I wanted to get the championship." Maybe he's like doing some like new level of being a heel, where he gives you what you want, and then he just fucking locks the brakes off on you. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm. I don't. I, I don't give a shit right now, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it just seems like yeah, I got the belt. Why should I give a shit? Fuck it. <laughs> um, but like I said, it picked up for a couple minutes there before Alexa came out. Um, Alexa looking extra gothic. I guess. Yeah, say that. Um, they got her gloves this time now with play and pain on them. And um, Randy, obviously, very, very curious, very spect- uh, skeptical of what's going on. Ask where the Fiend is. We get the Fiend's music. But hey, guess what? It's Drew McIntyre. Claymore out of nowhere, brother. What'd you think of that, Smart? I mean, I think it still kind of solidifies what I was talking about last week with them, like trying to like, basically having him come off as a face. Because mm. this is what we see heels do. Yeah, I'm not sure what... And I, I think you're talking about... Um, and don't worry, Ann talks. I'll talk about Tucker. Well, was that really Tucker? I'm, I'm, first of all, is what I'm wondering. Um, oh, I was just about to pour a shot, and my wife comes in with a shot. You, you gotta love this woman. Nice. Uh, all right. Clink, clink. To the downloaders. Shot for you. Cheers. All right. Oh, she likes the Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> Daughter's watching Pirates of the Caribbean, which came on right after um, AEW. Yeah. I figured, hey, it's a, Dis- it's, a, it's a Disney movie. You know, leave it on. Leave it on. There you go. But yeah, what I was what I was saying was just basically what we were talking about last week was the whole idea that there's three different people that are gunning for him, mm. and he's just yeah, really feels yeah. You're you're cutting out again. God damn! Did you breathe, motherfucker? I, I told you not to fucking breathe. I know. God 
damn it. Anyway, but you're right. He does have three people after him, and uh, it is it, it is a, a little bit of a weird thing. Now, I got to tell you, the person I'm more confused about, though, is Drew a little bit. Um, they've got him playing this pretty heavy baby face, and then he's back there talking to Seamus like, like they're good buddies. I, a little confused. A little confused on where they're going with Drew. Um, I don't know. I, he's another one I like as a babyface better because he's kind of a smartass as a babyface. And mm. I like smartass Drew. As a heel, he always just plays this big brooding heel. But as a babyface, he's kind of a smartass. And I kind of like that in Drew. Right. Um, I will say what I did end up enjoying was that, uh, like you said, he was talking to Seamus backstage. Seamus is back in his douchey getup, mm. the little fucking hat and the jacket. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And, you know, there's another guy. I hate to say, but I've said before, I think Seamus is a better babyface. And that, dude, there's not a lot of guys I say that about. Seamus is a better babyface. He really is. I don't I don't know why. I'm not sure how I feel about that. It. I know it's a little weird to say about him because he does kind of, he's kind of hated, but... I think he's a better babyface. I mean, when he was coming out there and, you know, he would, you know, smile with the kids and take pictures with the kids on his way to the ring and stuff like that. He's a, which he can't do right now, which is probably why he's a heel. I get that. But I just like him better as a, uh, as a babyface. Just kind of the way I like, I don't know. Smiling Seamus. I actually like that, Weebs. I'm sorry. I'm weird. What can I say? But, um, yeah, again, I, I'm not sure where they're going with that either. Are they, are they looking to turn Seamus babyface? Are they looking to turn Drew heel? I don't know. One week, Drew kind of does heel his shit, and then the next week, he's right back being the smiling, um, I'm going to come up with a nice little catchphrase for this week, babyface. So, I don't know. Um, damn it, I lost Mark again. Um. All right, maybe he'll go ahead and do that. I'm not going to take that break. I'm actually just going to keep rolling here, to be honest with you. Um, but Miz did come down to cash in his briefcase. Uh, but it, the, he's right. He said right after that, the bell did not ring. And uh, Drew came back down, stopped Miz. Uh, it didn't happen, so there we go right there. I... I think it was kind of stupid for him to do that. Wouldn't Miz be an easier win? Really? Wouldn't? I mean, I get you're trying to be the. I'm, 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 you're not a fighting champion anymore. You don't need to do that. I would have let Miz take it. Fuck it. That'd be an easier win, in my opinion. But I know it's all. Uh, you know. Yeah, I know it's a pride thing. I just said that. And, and talks. You'll catch up to that in a minute. But again, that's just kind of the. <laughs> That's just kind of the way it's going to be. Um, we'll see. Um, we had Elias coming down. Elias uh, does have a little, I don't know if they would call it a, I guess they would call it a, I don't know, a, just a small album. Four, four songs are on it. We've heard all the songs. Um, but he didn't even get to play. Jeff Hardy and Elias had a guitar on a pole match. Um if you're wondering if Vince Russo is back, I'm with you. I don't know. 
I'm not sure, but seemed kind of Vince Russo-ish to me. I know. Every time on a pole match comes up, it's Vince Russo. But that match happened. Jeff Hardy won that match, which I pretty much expected to happen. Um, I got to tell you, I really wish they would find a groove for Elias rather than being the fall guy, which is kind of what he seems like. I think Elias has a big future in that company. Um, again, he's not a very, very, he's he, he's a very deceivingly large guy. He's You can see that when he's out there. He's got huge arms. He's not a short guy. Um, I do wish they would get a touch more serious with his character. I think we're going to see that soon. Um, I think he needs to prove that he's not going to be injury prone. We know how WWE tends to sometimes think that about people. So I think he has to prove he's not before they give him a big push. But um, I hope they do. I really do. I really like Elias, and I think he's got a big future in that company um, and a long future in that company. Uh, We will see. Um, Next up, we had the Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke team come on down. I got to tell you, I like this team. I know you're thinking for the obvious, uh, Mandy Rose is gorgeous. I know she is. But neither one of them really were really doing much. And when you think about it, they kind of belong together. Um, Mandy Rose is huge into fitness. If anyone follows her on um, social media, you'll know that. Dana Brooke, former bodybuilder. Um, so both in the fitness they kind of go together, believe it or not. So I got no issues with this. I actually like what they're doing with these two. Um, they had a title match against Nia and Shayna. Lana came out to be there. I, I'll get into it later. Um, so I don't know. But um, obviously, um, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke did not win that match. It was obviously Nia, Nia and Shayna. Which they should. I don't know why they do this, uh, you know, this, this, these type of matches. But um, anyway, we had R Truth out there. Um, I got to give it to R Truth. He brought out the Bobby Boucher, the Water Boy. He brought out the Water Boy um, reference. I loved it personally. Um, me and Anthony over on Hollywood Hangout did review that movie. Check that out. You can check out those archives over there on. Uh, ShoutOutEngine.com slash Hollywood Hangout. And by the way, that is one of our most downloaded episodes. Um, so get over there and keep downloading that bad boy. Uh, definitely, definitely one that we uh, we were proud of that one. Um, but uh, I love when R-Truth does that. Listen, I got to tell you, R-Truth, he's another one, comedy done right. So got to appreciate a lot of the stuff he does. Uh, so he thought he was coming out to meet Bobby Boucher, not Bobby Lashley. Get it, Boucher. Last anyway, um, it was pretty much a quick, sm- a quick squash match with uh, Lashley uh, putting in the uh, the the full Nelson, which they're calling something else. I forget what it's called, uh, but he did submit our truth. Gulak came out to try to take our truth twenty four seven title. Lashley submits him, but he throws Gulak on top of our truth. So we have a new twenty four seven champion, Andrew Gulak. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you guys. I don't care either. 
I kind of think everybody feels that way. This 24-7 championship, we knew it was going to be the... I had said early on it was going to be the social media title, which it did turn out to be for a little while. Now it's just kind of the goof title. It's the hardcore title redone, revamped, hardcore title 2020 is what it is. It is what it is. But um, next up we got the AJ segment. Um, I like this Jordan guy. There's Smark. Smark coming on back to Germany for the... Uh, I kept going a little bit. I know I said I was going to take a break. I lied. Um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, I was just about to get into the AJ segment on Raw with uh, Jordan. Um, what do you think of this Jordan guy so far, Smart? At this point, but um, I don't know, man. I'm uh, I'm thinking he's got more to give us than just what he's doing. Yeah, there's some personality there. Like I think it was the uh, Matt Riddle or Riddle, as it is known now. Ah. Uh, and like he, Riddle was on the ground, and he just started kind of lumbering towards him. I, I like that part. Like he, he, you can tell that he's, there's some flourish as a personality there. There is, there is. I, I think we're going to see more from him too. Um, this whole thing was though with AJ wanting to be the captain was to set up the three way match for a qualifying match for Braun Strowman uh, against Sheamus and Keith Lee. Braun Strowman, Sheamus, and Keith Lee three way match. Uh, Braun wins. He's on the team. Um, AJ was on commentary. AJ is such a good chicken shit heel. Really is. I know he's a great baby face, but he is really a great chicken shit heel. And him having this Jordan guy is making him an even better chicken shit heel because now he's a cocky chicken shit heel, which AJ is good at. Um, They tried to do it in Impact or TNA back then when he was with Ric Flair and it didn't work out very well because how many times had AJ come out as this family man, you know, all all I'm worried about is my kids and blah, 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 and this and that. And then they do this stupid thing where he's out there getting women and this with Ric Flair. It didn't make sense. It was really weird when they did that with him. Um, But this chicken shit heel they're doing is perfect for him. Um, it's just, it works. He's the soccer mom chicken shit heel. <laughs> totally agree. And it's like we talk about with Gargano. Like, he's not afraid to look dumb mm-hmm. so he can fully commit to the character and that makes it work even better. Mm. All right. I'll go with that. You're right. You're right. It is. It is kind of, this, kind of one of the same. Um, but, uh, yeah, this... Again, this was all to set up the Braun Strowman thing. And, uh, of course, Braun won the match. But um, I just like AJ as this chicken shit heel, and I think he's doing great at it. Uh, we had the Firefly Funhouse with Bray and Alexa, Alexa. This one was dedicated to the letters RKO. Um, I like how they're bringing up the feud with Bray and Randy. I know it's... Not very rare of them to bring up old feuds, but I think they're doing this one 
better than most, if that makes sense, Mark? Sure. Yeah. They're actually paying attention to continuity, which doesn't always happen. So it's, it's a welcome change. There you go. I guess maybe that's why it's clicking a little more with me, but I really like what they're doing with this. Um, Alexa, once again, falling, really, really falling into this character and really putting all everything she has into it. I like everything she's doing. I thought the whatever she it looks like she was spitting out an airhead candy. Um, <laughs> but it's all getting a little weird with her. And I got to tell you, when she was in that little segment there with Nikki, I didn't think that was her. That girl, her, her back was huge. I didn't think that was Alexa, but Alexa's in better shape than I thought she was. Yeah, she, she just left her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, Firefly Funhouse came off good this week. A little weird, though. Um I like it, but I'm just a little bit worried that it's kind of becoming overexposed because there's basically like three different segments with them this week. True. But the funhouse itself, I think the more they keep going with this little crazy stuff they're doing. Again, if they keep giving the rumor has been that Bray has a lot of creative input in this. And if they keep going with it, I think they're going to be fine. Um, I think if anybody gets a little, it, if they draw the reins in, that's where it's going to start getting a little, like you just said, a little overexposed. Um, but all the segments were good. They weren't bad. Oh, yeah, they were. They were all good segments. They were. So, I don't know. Like I said, if they keep listening to Bray, I think they're okay. I think he's got a real um, idea of where this, where the direction of this character is going. Um, and I think that means a lot. The fact that he's got the direction and they don't, because we know WWE can't hold continuity and direction. So if the rumors are true and he's got the input that they say they have, that, that he has, um, that makes a lot of difference in the story to me. Um, but there you go with that. Now I got to tell you, Mark, I don't know if you noticed it, but, uh, Lacey, for the next little segment, Lacey and uh, Peyton Royce kind of did a little uh, little pop-up segment there right before the match started, um, the, the uh, Nia versus Lana match. Um, Lacey had her old gimmick on, kind of, her old military outfit. Yeah, she did. I hadn't really thought too much about it, but yeah, you're right. Looks like they may be going back to her old gimmick, which not completely. Uh, looks like they're going to transition back to it a little bit, which is fine with me. I don't like, I, I, you know what, Lee, the fact that she has a Southern accent doesn't mean she has to be a Southern belle. She can still be this military girl. And I think the fact that they, that there's no reason not to push that. How many, I mean, they have John Cena, who's never served one day in his life, coming out there saluting before he goes to the ring. And they've got this girl who served, was a SWAT officer, has a actual, like, resume that they can dig into. And they've got her out there in a shitty fucking Southern Bell gimmick? What? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'd say more than anything, there's the potential risk there that... She's going to be thrown into like the Alicia Fox pattern 
of just like uh, heal one week, face the next, you know, the female big show thing. Could be, but it looks like right now they're going to put her in a little team with uh, Peyton Royce. And uh, I don't have a big problem with that. Um, this Nyalana match ended up pretty much like it was supposed to be, kind of how you would expect. Uh, Naya mostly ragdolled uh, Lana. And of course, she got put through a table because mm-hmm. that's smart. That, that is how you build a baby face. You put her through a table for. 25 weeks straight and everyone will love her. <laughs> That's how you do it, brother. You're going to have to build like a table immunity. There you go. There you go. And you know, it's not like it's a Randy Orton table that doesn't sell. This table is breaking for Nia. Um, I think Nia might weigh more than Orton. Um, but anyway, <laughs> let's just, let's move on from that before I get in trouble. You need JR. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. Oh, anyway, um, we had the New Day. Actually, we had the Hurt Business come out first. Then the New mm-hmm. Day came out. And Smark, New Day with a premature ejaculation joke. <laughs> how many parents are going, how many parents right now are going, I had to explain that joke to my kid. <laughs> Yeah, if poor Lana's problems couldn't get any worse, not only is she being put through a table a bunch of times, yeah. her man is also really fast at sex. Now she can't even be satisfied um, by Bobby Lashley, which she claims she was very many times. Um, just, I I gotta tell you, I thought this was a little childish of New Day to go there, <laughs> to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Um I, I'm and uh, trust me, I know. I, I was joking about the parent line. This was past that time, um, but I do like the 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 all the little again. The interaction between the two was good. I enjoyed it. Um, we had the new day come out versus uh, Shelton and Cedric. Um, <laughs> I, I did like the part in the promo where for actually I like the whole promo, but. I do question the strategy of you of them pointing out the fact that the roster are just been there for decade plus. But I like the part where they got to Cedric and they're just like, Yeah, you you'll probably amount to something someday. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that. They were basically saying that they were a bunch of old guys and then Cedric who didn't he end up winning the match for him? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. And again, I love how they uh, always have to make their champions lose. It makes total sense in the eyes of the fans. Um, It seemed like a little bit of a bait and switch because I thought it was supposed to be a title match, but then, of course, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Well, the title match is at full, um, you know, the pay-per-view, but we got it now. So whatever. We'll see what happens. Um, Now... I got nothing more on that, to be honest with you. It was, uh, it was what it was. But um, Ricochet versus Tucker. Was that really Tucker? You know, I think. Why did it say Knight on the back of his pants? <laughs> That's a good question. Was that the Tucker? Or was that a Tucker? That didn't look like Tucker Tucker. Well, it was certainly a Tucker. I mean... No. You could bring out a Tucker, but that didn't look like the Tucker. Well, there is ah, only, there really is only one Tucker. 
I don't know. But Ricochet squashed Tucker. Um, and then Retribution comes out. And listen, Mia Yim once again gets to do nothing. Um, <laughs> Isn't she glad she signed up? I listen, I'm. I think she's wasting away in this faction. I really do. I'm. I know. I know. I'm. Not, I shouldn't say that, but I know this faction needs a woman, so no one calls it a sexist faction. But <laughs> I hate to tell you, I don't think it does. I mean, if they're not going to have her feud with any of the other women there, then it really doesn't serve. It's her point. It's. It's like null and void. I mean, she comes out there. She can freak out and win a match for him because of that. You know, get it off me, whatever. That, that, that's great, but what is that doing for me, Yim? Unless we're going to go like a super dark route with this and have it be revealed that they're like mentally fucking with her. I... Like gaslighting her and making her think she's crazy and just like just being real diabolical. I mean, to what end would that serve a point? Ah, the old, the old gaslighting, telling the lie and keep it going. Um, tell it till it's true. I, I, I don't think that's where they're going. I just, I think they don't know what to do with her. True. I think that, um, they don't know if they want, it's almost like they don't know if they want her feuding with someone. They've got to bring someone in. Or just replace replace her or let her go. Not, not from the company. Let her go back to NXT and do what she does. Because she is a very talented wrestler. But I think she's just withering away in this character. They can't. Have her, you know, I mean, they can have her do something to the guys, but then again, you got Dio Madden, you know, Dijak, you know, whatever their fucking names are. Don't, don't do this to me. I'm not going to be that. Um, Slapjack and Clubfoot. And... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck nut and, 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 and fucking shit dick and fucking asshole, whatever their fucking names are. But you got them out there. Uh, yes, I said shit dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Buy your shit dick t-shirt today. <laughs> but it, it, I just feel it makes no sense for me to be out there. She's doing nothing. She's just being like a scapegoat for this group and either use her to her abilities, which she has plenty of, or put her back in NXT like you did Mercedes Martinez. That's all I'm mm. saying. That's all I'm saying. I think she's wasting away. You're not using her. And I think this is going to end up hurting her in the long run more than helping her at all. Now, if they got a plan for her and I'm wrong, good. I'm glad. I would love to be wrong. I'm hoping they've got some sort of plan for her. Right now, it looks like she's just kind of the fucking floating in the wind over there doing nothing. Yeah, it certainly does seem that way. And I mean, it's not like they, they have, there's a little bit of a lack of depth in that division anyway, that they could benefit from her being a part of. Exactly. So I guess we'll have to just wait a little longer, see what happens with her. But um, I hope they do something with her because she deserves it, man. She really does. She's a very talented fucking wrestler. 
should be out there doing more than just being a scapegoat and a way to win for this team. Um, but anyway, that's my little, uh, that's, that's, that's my gripe on this. Um, I guess we can get to the main event from here. Um, we had Drew in a handicap match. Can, can you still call it a handicap match? Is that still allowed? <laughs> it's a very good question. It's, I mean, it's 2020. I don't know. Um, anyway, we have Drew in a, in a uh, handicap match against uh, Mrs. Morrison. Um, the match was fine. I have one complaint. Okay. Drew is down there. He's got Miz pinned. And Morrison has to do a flippity dippity doodah to break up the pin. You don't do a flip to break up a pin. A pin is an important thing. It's the end of the match. You should do anything you can besides a flip to get him out of there, in my opinion. Maybe I sound like an old classic. I might even sound Jim Cornettish right now. But a flippity-doo, a fucking standing moonsault to break up a pin just doesn't fucking sit right with me. That, how long does a fucking standing moonsault to do? About two seconds. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The ref was already at fucking one when you came in. Uh, it just overkill. Overbooked, overkill, not a time to be your flippy self. That's time to break up a pin. You break up a pin by jumping on the guy. That's it. It's an important move. I just don't see where the flippity do has to matter. Right. It's not necessarily the most tactically practical. Mm. Mm. Exactly. It's just not, necess- not necessary, number one. But it's just. I don't know. It. I don't know. It, it was one of the... For some reason, it literally, like... It didn't anger me, but I was like, how fucking stupid is that? If I put it in my notes, that means it was fucking stupid. <laughs> Usually. It's, it's, it's an important distinction to make. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought value. Uh, my gripe was just going to be that I didn't... I don't want to see a dramatic entire Miz for you. It's going to happen. You're gonna yeah, I know. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. But Drew did, um, after the match, that Drew did win. Um, Randy comes out, RKO, show over. <laughs> record low ratings. Yeah, record low <laughs> ratings. Um, election? No, that didn't happen. Um, let's see. What other excuse can we figure out they're going to use? Um, election depression. <laughs> if Road Dog was there, he would call it election depression. People were just worried about the election the next day, and they didn't want to watch wrestling. That's probably what Road Dog would say. What do you think? Probably. probably. I'm looking forward to them still pulling that out in, like, March. Like, there's a post-election hate. <laughs> oh, fuck. I got the hiccups. Um, and You know what? I don't have much more much more news. Um, 
we have the one guy. Uh, we talked about AJ earlier. Um, we have the one guy who got the AJ tattoo that AJ has on his ribs, but even got his kids' birthdays tattooed on him. Um, listen, I'm all good. You want to tattoo your body? You want you want to tattoo your face? I don't even care, to be honest with you. You do you, but. To get another guy's kids' birthdays on your body, Smark, help me here. I <laughs> is the beginning of a court case. Uh, this is okay. <clears throat> this is stalker creepy. I'm gonna mm. agree with you there. Um, very creepy, but I. I can't, I I can't fucking sign on to this one. Um, no. I can't. Sign I mean, on everybody to this. knows that there's just certain things you don't do. You never get somebody's microphone tattoo on you. Mm. You don't do these kind of tattoos. That's the thing, though. Is like I genuinely, I I can't fathom liking being a fan of a, any wrestler at all right now, to the degree where I would just go and get their fucking tattoos replicated on my body. And keep in mind, like, my favorite wrestler is Pentagon, so that'd be quite a lot of fucking time and money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, listen, I've (laughs) said I have no tattoos, not one. (laughs) Right now, I can be buried in a Jewish synagogue. I would get certain, I would get the warrior mask, like Shaheen has. I would get that, something like that. Um... Maybe a like like Undertaker symbol, but getting the exact AJ tattoo with his children's birthdays kind of steps over the creepy line for me. I mean, it's definitely very creepy, and you know, you know, you can joke about it, and there are jokes to be made. But I mean, we're only a couple months away off of you know removed from that whole Mandy Rose situation. And, you know, those people are still out there. Very true. Very true. Um, and by the way, he has a child. Uh, AJ has a child born on 9-15-09. My child was born one year before on 9-15. One of his kids, because they, like, they all show up on his stream from time to time. One of his kids is very much just like Bobby Hill. <laughs> Like I, I just I look at him. I'm like, dude, be, be so thankful that your dad has money. Just you're, yeah. you're going to need that advantage. Yeah, well, 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 he'll be all right. Um, and you know what, kids, kids sometimes are awkward and then grow out of it and figure out what to do in life. Um, this is true. I'm not one of those. I was awkward as a kid. And I'm still awkward right now. I think you've realized that by now. Um, Same. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I don't know if I can ever grow out of it, but this is really, again, I have no problem. If he got the AJ, I wouldn't have no issues. I'd be like, you, again, you do you, that's fine. It's the birthdays that really creep me out. Right. Yeah, no, I totally yeah. agree. Like, there is nothing more personal than, you know, getting those tattoos. And when you don't, you're not the parent of those kids. It just comes off as being very, very weird. 
Yeah, I could see AJ being more than creeped out by this, but angered by this. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that. And if it came out he did, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't sit there and bitch and complain. Um, I could see someone being a little weirded out and angry about this. I mean, and I could see a tattoo artist being more pissed about this, obviously. Um, but it's just odd. I, I know it's kind of a weird thing to bring up, but it was just really, really goddamn weird to me. Um, again, I'm very pro do what the fuck you want to do. But another dude's kid's birthday's on you. That's fucking really. That's that line, man. That's that line in the sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the more I look at that picture, the more I'm getting creeped out. But um, you can, I mean, you can't like. <clears throat> how do you think AJ is going to react when you show this to him? Or if he sees it, gets wind of it. Like he's not going to be like, oh, that's fucking cool, man. Rock on. Mm. He's going to be like, dude, back away from me. I would hope. I would hope. I'd be like, dude, you know, that's. That's really cool and all, but that's my kid's birthdays, man. Mm. You know, so I don't know. Weird, odd, creepy, and you're right. We are on the heels of an actual stalker with Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville. And uh, this kind of, I'm not going to say that this guy is because I don't know who this guy is, but category possibility <laughs> i would assume aj owns guns <laughs> absolutely so i'm not worried um but uh my last little story and smart i don't know if you I, I don't know if you have anything else but i you didn't uh you didn't mention anything um the tito ortiz i said we were going to mention one small thing on an election not the presidential election but uh, Tito Ortiz, yes, I know you're going to say, fucking Trump lover. I know. Let's leave that out of it. He did go ahead and kind of uh, jump into the, to the political race, though. And he ran for a city council seat in uh, his hometown of Huntington Beach, California. We know he is the Huntington Beach bad boy. And he fucking won. Um. <laughs> He got 14.3% of the vote, equaled 34,901 votes. Uh, he beat out two uh, two other Democrats. Um, but they did, there were three seats available. The other two Democrats did get seats um, in a field of 15. There were three seats available. He got one. But uh, now we're going to have Tito Ortiz as a councilman in California. Like I said with the election, I didn't want to get deep into it. It's a shit show right now. I'm not going to fucking lie. I don't want to really get... Uh, I This is as far as I wanted to get into it, and this is as far as I will get into it. But um, again, Tito Ortiz, once again, just kind of a, you know, he, he, he's been dabbling in politics the last, uh, I guess the last year and a half, I would say, Smart. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Again, Trump supporter right now. I doesn't mean anything to me right now. Um, but yeah, did go ahead and, you know, a lot of guys go out there 
and they they support someone and they just talk shit. But uh, looks like he's trying to find a career after fighting. Maybe politics. Listen, we've seen a lot of um, a lot of guys get into politics after wrestling, um, mm-hmm. and maybe that's going to be something that some of these MMA fighters get into. And I'm I, I got no issues with it, man. I mean, we've had you know we've had actors as politicians, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, even Ronald Reagan, actor, right. president, Manny Pacquiao, um, absolutely. Um, and of course we've had, uh, you know, Jesse Ventura. So a lot of people, the best example. Yeah. And listen, um, Manny Pacquiao, Kane, Kane, absolutely. Manny Pacquiao is a congressman in his country. Mm-hmm. Philippines, Philippines. So a lot of, you know, a lot of people getting into politics after maybe this is something Tito Ortiz can get into. Who knows? Um, I'm I'm on the fence with Tito Ortiz, I gotta be honest with you. He can be a real piece of shit. <laughs> he he re, let's face it, he's got a reputation for being a real piece of shit. But I don't know his stance on why he's getting into politics. I don't know anything about this. But I guess if people can find Something to do after their careers, after their brutal, violent careers, MMA, wrestling, both. And Tito's been involved in both, which is why I'm bringing the story up tonight. He was involved in Impact, Impact, obviously. Um, But if they can find something to do after, I got no issues with it, man. Let them them do their thing. And again, I, 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 I... yeah, I know everyone's going, he's a big Trump supporter. Whatever, man. Leave him alone. Right now, it's not, it doesn't seem to matter, to be honest with you. <clears throat> but um, I'm, I'm uh, again, anyone who can get something going on after their career, and if he can forward this, great. But uh, put his money where his mouth is, man. Actually ran for Congress instead of sitting there bitching and complaining like a lot of people do. And uh, ran for the council seat, got it. Now he can actually do some shit in his community. And um, that's pretty fucking cool, man. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know his, you know, I mean, I guess you basically kind of laid it out there what some of his stances are. But you know, I don't know too much about what he believes politically. But it's, it's kind of interesting. It's always it's always a little bit cool when you see just like a random obscure person, you know, running and then actually winning, like the people we already talked about, you know, Kane and all of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, but yeah, good luck to Tito. Hope he does okay in the city council. Again, man, when you can actually yeah, talking is one thing. Uh, celebrities giving their opinion is one thing. But when you can actually jump in there and have a chance to do something, that's putting your money where your mouth is. Even though there's not how much money is involved, but that's that's commendable in my opinion. But uh, Smart, you just posted a story, and uh, we can go ahead and end on that. Go ahead, man. All right, so real quick here. It appears that there is going to be a documentary made about Stone Cold by the people who made the Last Dance documentary on Michael Jordan. 
<clears throat> it says here, this is from the score.com, but it cites something else. It says, former WWE ring announcer Lillian Garcia revealed during an appearance in the Chris Van Vliet show that she was approached about being featured in a documentary about Austin. Uh, WWE reached out to me first. They were like, "They, the producer from The Last Dance is going to reach out to you. They want you involved in a documentary, Garcia says. I was like, wait, what? It's funny because my husband and I are currently watching that documentary as the message was happening. So when the producer reached out to me, I was like, Jake, I'm literally watching your documentary right now. This is amazing. Come to find out that they want to do a documentary for Stone Cold Steve Austin, and it's coming out next year. Hmm. Awesome. That'll be cool. It would be interesting for any number of reasons, I think. Because, like, you kind of have to cover certain things, and I'm Mm. curious to see if they will. I've got two words combined into one for you. Whitewash. Okay. Whitewash. Um, probably. I mean, they're, they're going to. I think you have to. And I mean, they'll probably find a way to dance around that, too. But you kind of have to mention the fact that he was gone for a minute. And that's why he was gone for a minute. They'll make it seem like it was the Brock situation. I bet. I will bet you. They'll, they're going to bring the Brock situation as a reason he was gone, not the Deborah situation, um, which obviously is what you're bringing up. The fact that he, let's just put it out there, let's not fucking dance around it. Uh, Deborah did accuse him of beating her, and I believe there was a police report filed. So that's what we're obviously talking about. I see that being danced around, probably. If it's going to be on the network, that will get danced around. They will make it seem like he was out. And again, he's admitted that around that time, he did leave WWE because of the Brock Lesnar thing. He didn't want to, you know, just sell to him, you know, lose to him without a buildup. So I think they're going to use that excuse. Entirely possible. It's going to be interesting, though, because we're going to be looking at next year, potentially, that we talked about the Vince documentary, and there's going to be a Stone Cold documentary. So they are really just sort of kind of banking on the past, I guess. Not that that's unlike them, but I'm looking forward to those, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be, uh, that will be interesting. Um, I do have what she said about it here. I guess I could play it. A minute. Let me uh, load this up real quick. Let me get to that mark they said about the six-minute mark in the interview, and um, I will do that around six minutes. Oh, they're on a nice little couch out there. Look at that. Mm-hmm. That's a nice couch they got. They're outside. They're chilling. Let's see what she says here. Give me a minute. Hey. Uh, actually, WWE reached out to me first. They were like, somebody from the or the producer from The Last Dance is going to reach out to you. They want you involved in documentary. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> so I end up um, getting reached out by them. And it was funny because my husband and I were currently watching that documentary as this message was happening. So when uh, Jake reached out to me, I was just like, Jake, I'm literally watching your documentary right now. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. 
Come to find out, they want to do a documentary for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm. And it's coming out next year. And they, the, it gave me the biggest compliment. He said, your interview with Steve that you did on Chasing Glory was what made us realize that we wanted to do a different documentary because he's had a few, di uh, few already. Yeah. But he said, we've never heard the story of him being so shy as a kid that he couldn't even order from the Dairy Queen, that his sister had to order that. And to see what he's... Okay. So they're going to get into different things than we're expecting him to get into, Smart. <laughs> going into a dark direction. They're going to get into Dairy Queen and shyness <laughs> instead of a man who beats his wife. Um, they're going to go a different way is what's going to happen. <laughs> this is going to be another fluff piece as Vince McMahon is going to be um, on how great his career was, how great he was and how he turned being a shy little boy who couldn't even order a Dairy Queen into a promo master. What do you think? I think I'm far less enthusiastic. There <laughs> you go. That 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 might have killed it a little bit for me. But anyway, um I got nothing else, Mark. What do you got? Anything? Go? No? No go? No go. Well, then fuck it, man. Nice short show tonight. Uh, I know you guys are probably fucking exhausted from the presidential election anyway, the shit that's going on. So I'm actually glad it's a short show tonight. Let you guys get, uh, get some sleep, get some rest. This election, I will say, is not going to be over for probably another few months. Prepare. Do what you got to do. But um, if you voted, good job. And uh, on that note, we will see you guys Friday. We've got full gear to talk about. We've got predictions to get into on Friday night. We've got a few more things of AEW to get into, some more news on that to get into. And um, on that note, let me go ahead and, uh, my God, I don't even have the uh, song loaded up. Where is it? Where did it go? My God, I lost the song. Where did it go? Where did it go, Smart? Mystery of the Disappearing Song. The Disappearing Song. There it is. Let me do this real quick. Let me do this. <laughs> Let me find the goddamn song because I don't know the last... There it is. I found the song. And I will start playing it in just a second here. Because goddamn, if we're not going to fucking go out to take y'all drunken ass home, I'll be damned. But there it is right there. And let's go ahead and wrap up these plugs once again. Since your internet is working... Let's definitely start out once again the high marks. That is Cheese Man. That is G Wiz. That is Mr. Mojo. And you want to check out those guys. You want to check them out Sunday nights, 8.30 p.m. Metal Mitt Network. Double the T's in Mitt. And that is uh, Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Network. Check out those guys right there. And, of course, once again, Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blade on the Inhuman Experience. And once again, if you get that, subscribe to it. You will not be disappointed. It is more than just the inhuman experience, and you definitely do not want to miss any shows coming out there. Check them out on all the usual podcast platforms. Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Check out those guys right there. Eric, Doug, Daniel, Kleneth, 
a bunch of cast of characters. Check out those guys on all the usual podcast platforms. But, of course, live, you can check them out on blog, talk, radio, uh, Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. Check them out. Stephen Milan for sharing the show. We greatly appreciate it, sir. He is over there reviewing films. Letterboxd.com slash Stephen Milan. Over 7,500 films reviewed. You definitely want to review his. You want to comment. You want to review, rate, and subscribe to us. Follow us on Spreaker. Go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube, Rumble, Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Player FM, anywhere else. Smart. Roll those R's, sir. Let's do it. Of course, Mondays, 8.30, Cheese on Sports, the Metal Net Podcasting Network. And, of course, be sure to check out our friends at the Planet Raccoon Tour. From Papa Dave Sincere and Yuck Nasty. Check out their full episodes. Check out the story excerpts. Whatever you need, whatever you want, they have it for you. There you go. And of course, whether you're listening live, whether you download this show, we greatly appreciate your support. We will see you Friday night back here once again. We're going to be giving our predictions. We're going to be talking more uh, AEW. Full gear coming up Saturday. Definitely be ready for it. We'll see you Friday. See ya. Adios. Yeah. Time to take your drunken ass home. It's all right. Uh, if you don't know what to do with yourself, take your drunken ass home. Party's over, bad last song. Can't stay here, you got to go home, go home. Whoa.